This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This is Howler Back Now with me, Holland Roden, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Hi, JR. Holland. Where are we right now? We're sitting in Mo's bedroom, which is really odd, but it's Wait, awesome. Wait, this is also your bedroom, Mo? No, I just thought Not your bedroom, Mo. Okay. This is his studio with yes. Sean, and we're about to- uh, we're on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, we got Right down the street on. from where I used to take Fifel to daycare when I would go to Teen Wolf every day. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Office suites here? Yeah, but anyway, we're next door to that. So weirdly, it's attached to Teen Wolf. Everything in the- I do is almost attached to Teen Wolf right? in some way. Yeah. I asked JR, I said, would you like coffee and alcoholic beverage? Oh. He goes, water, please. Water. I always Typical have... JR. That's why he looks amazing. Uh, uh, no. I, One of the I, reasons. I love water. And you've got your I always triple fist. I have and... a carbonated water, a, a flat water, and a coffee mm-hmm. from Butcher and the Baker. Ah, oh, milk. yeah. Yep. Butcher and the Baker. Yep. You know I don't drink coffee, right? I do know that. Yeah. Oh, yes, I actually do know that. Yeah, yeah. And I asked you for coffee. Well, I knew you'd say tea, yeah, but I always just it. say coffee. It's, it's a weird thing to, to, to... What made you not drink coffee? Um, I think it really sunk in when my mother was first diagnosed uh, mm-hmm. in 87, and she read somewhere that caffeine was horrible. So for... That's uh, where it started. Yeah, yeah. So caffeine and chocolate were the things that she was like uh, when she was first diagnosed to cut out so she went to green tea because the caffeine is cleaner and it's pure and it's just doesn't it doesn't have the same and that just stuck in my brain and you never so you never drank coffee then as your entire adult life no No, i went through a phase when i i was loving frappuccinos and i and i (gasps) stupidly just ignored that there was caffeine into until my partner was like how old were you how old were you at this point (laughs) i was in my 20s is this canada or or the u.s vancouver yeah yeah no i haven't I haven't drank. You guys even try to get me to try it. Like, just try this, try this. Let me guess, that was Tyler Hecklin or Ian Bowen? Everybody has it. Everybody, okay. Ian's tried to get me to try it. Oh, Ian tries to get everybody to try a lot of things. (laughs) And most of it I like. (laughs) But coffee, no interest. Oh, that's funny. What are we doing here? Why did you ask me over? Why did you put headphones on my head? So we are here for a Teen Wolf rewatch podcast. 
I like to think it's a loose rewatch podcast because we don't get to see each other a lot. Um, yeah. JR and I actually see each other, you know, relatively frequently, but... Oh, we just did a show together. I was going to say, we we'll actually, get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you are episode two, mm. and we are going to go through episode two. I'm excited. But at first, I want to talk about how did you find the Team Wolf script, and why did you want to be a part of the show? Mm. I actually origin, uh, originally uh, read for Deacon. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I learned things on this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Jeff was the one that said, I think he's urgent, and uh, and then proposed that. And I was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that sounds And awesome. did you test for, for those in not in the business? It's, you know, you go to the audition, you go to a callback, you had a second round, yeah. and, then, and then the test is like, you're very close to the part. It's usually like maybe three, four people. Mm-hmm. Yes, familiar with tests. Uh, I did not test. I um, okay. It just, uh, after I read for Deacon, met Jeff, read for Deacon, and then caught word about Argent, and I think it then just happened. Was he a fan of your previous work? I don't know. Actually, I've never asked him that. That's a great question. Stargate. Should we text him right now? Sure. <laughs> no. He's writing right now. He's Seriously. literally writing the Teen Wolf script. No. Hey, As we you, speak. Are you excited? I am excited. We are filming this, uh, recording this podcast before we start shooting. Mm-hmm. We might be doing some recordings during shooting mm-hmm. for this podcast. But yeah, so you're going to get to see sort of the the progression of of the pre, during and post through this mm-hmm. podcast. It's it's sort of art imitates life. That's great. We're talking about it while doing right. the next chapter. While we're getting ready mm-hmm. to It's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm very excited. So, you're here for a second chance at first line. All right. That's the second episode. Was that the title of our second episode? That was the title of the second episode. Oh, amazing. Episode. Second, second chance, chance at first line. At first line, that's it's awesome. Like, our theme as an actor in life. Seriously. <laughs> We're always trying to get a second chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. this was at the point where you've already shot Scott. Well, I mean, I didn't kill him. Derek, uh, at least, yeah, you took a shot at the bow, though. And Derek has bitten Scott. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and one came first. I didn't try to shoot him before Derek bit him. Derek bit him. Derek bit him first. And then I... You, you had the hunch. Well, yeah. And also, I didn't know that my daughter was freaking... I didn't know any of that. Arjun didn't know any of that, right? No. He didn't know that they were starting no. to sort of like, you know... I didn't even know I was a banshee until the second season. I always knew you were a banshee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think everyone thought I was a banshee for the amount of word per minute I, that yeah. I speak. I figured it out in hair and makeup. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, go on. Yeah. So uh, at that point, then you realize that the werewolf hunter from the pilot is actually Scott's Allison. crush, Allison's dad. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, what about that first impression when you met Crystal, when mm-hmm. you guys were going to play father daughter? Do you remember where you were met? Like <clears throat> where, where, what you were doing? Were you eating? Yeah, we were. Uh, where, where, where? We were actually shooting in the school. Okay. That was our first time meeting. We were in Atlanta, and. I just remember sitting next to her, and I think we had obviously had been introduced prior to that, that night or that day, but I sat next to her, and we were talking, and I just remember a moment of really being taken back by how beautiful mm-hmm. her face, she just, and she, you know, there's a lovely energy that she knows how to put out there, and and so I just remember looking at the chair and going, wow. You're my daughter. <laughs> like this is. Were you flattered? Were you like they cast this girl as my Seriously. as my as my daughter? I, like, I got to take another look in the mirror. Maybe I'm not that ugly. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! I made that. 
Um, I only and- asked because I had the same reaction with uh, Susan. Oh yeah. When right. when yeah. when Susan played my mother, I was like, "You guys think I look like this? <laughs> I could have come from this womb." I'm very flattered. <laughs> it's genuinely what I thought. But we had fun. We had fun as we got into it uh, the whole season. I mean, it was. I, I loved working with with uh, with Crystal. Had you played a dad before? Mm, that's a great question. Had I played a dad before Teen Wolf? Huh. I don't know that I had. It's a great time. question. Before Teen Wolf. <laughs> yes, I do. I actually do remember one where I, uh, I had a kid. Yeah, so just, the easiest answer is yes, of course I have. But nothing like this. Nothing like the, you know... Ongoing relationship. Well, not only the ongoing, but the relationship where uh, she's not a child. She, mm-hmm. she, she, you know, th- she's a young adult. And the span of that time uh, that a father and a daughter spend together and that they have the relationship that they have, he then realizes that what he can learn from her. And that ultimately ended up, I think, being the biggest arc for us is... What was it that he learned from Allison, and, mm-hmm. and and what did he need to learn from Allison? I don't think he was fully aware of how dysfunctional his family really was—father, sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Allison was this kind of, um, I think. So that relationship you had never had. No, I never played that. What's the biggest takeaway that you took from Argent into other jobs after mm. Team Wolf ended? Was being a father a big part of it? Great question. Uh, yes, I think so. Um, there was, um, I think it's. I think it was looking at the characters because I play a lot of bad characters, and 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 I think that it it gave me the time six seasons, you know, to really sort of explore what I think is a very human condition. Um, you know, we were kind of talking about this earlier. You know, that everything isn't black and white. So mm-hmm. he hunts werewolves. Does that make him a bad man? Mm. Um, and I think that there's a gray scale in that because, listen, our werewolves are Scott and Derek and you know what I mean? Um, these mm-hmm. are people that also have a moral compass that are also sort of... So that, I think, has bled into everything that I've done, which is like, oh, right, so I know that this is who this guy is on the surface, but let's let's dig a little deeper. Like, you know, um, uh, is he, you know, just... Is, is it just across the board an evil human being? Um, it's more interesting to play against Not, that. Not, of yeah. course. Yeah. That was the biggest takeaway. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great question, Holland. All right, thanks for having me, everybody. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I, I, I find it fascinating of sort of what's behind the curtain, um, because you guys have seen all the episodes if you're watching a Team Wolf podcast, and so I always like to, uh, to know what's going on. Hmm. What was going on behind, you know, upstairs? Hell yeah! In your, in your brain when and that shifted and changed over the six seasons. I think for both of us, right? Oh, for absolutely. All of us, all of our characters. Yeah. Um, I never knew what was coming. You know what we I mean? We never Next, knew. No. We never knew. I mean, people, I think, assume, and I, I am also guilty of this with my favorite shows, thinking the mastermind has it all figured out, and they don't. <laughs> yeah, they I think the, I think the best masterminds have an amazing blueprint but then they you know the the, the best ones are pliable. Or they, life they, happens and and Well that's just it. They're the, the best ones are the ones that are going, well hold on a second. Like let's see what unravels and and they're they're very present, you know what I mean, instead of uh, being rigid and and you know they they let it unfold. 
they let it unfold and i also think you know logistically i always try to remind people of the business that is behind Mm -hmm. these shows including teen wolf and when you've got nine cooks in the kitchen that you know at different network levels that all want to discuss changes you definitely i remember there was a time where um it was in the vet's office and there was a a scene change and it was like an eight page scene and it was uh, Derek, it was Styles, it was myself, it was Allison, mm-hmm. Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Allison, it was uh, Malia. Oh, and yeah. so it was more recent uh, of the seasons. But uh, yeah, we were sitting there spitballing cold reading. Oh, you wow. know, you think that's never going to happen. And awesome. big chunks of dialogue. And we're like, we all had, you know, five actors together to like rehearse it. Wow, but brand new scene coming in. And, and that happened you know, um, more than anybody would have liked, but oh. it's it's not necessarily the writer's problem. It's 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 you know, when do you hire writers? What can they afford to bring in before the show starts? You know, mm-hmm. before each season. So, yeah. um, I always just like to remind people of, you know, if is there one person to blame or is there a mastermind? You're like, nope, there is not. <laughs> it's a freaking team, man. It is a team. What else happened in episode Act two? One. Uh, Scott's mom mentions she's going to attend his lacrosse game on Saturday. Scott's yeah. very nervous about being on the lacrosse team. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> and uh, Derek uh, shows up to this lacrosse game. We all did, didn't I? Uh, didn't I am in the? I am in the audience. In the uh, yes, I am with in the Jill? stands. No, no, no. I'm with Allison. And Best. what I love about the, what I remember about all the lacrosse scenes in Atlanta was we shot in the winter. And our wardrobe department at the time, yeah. um, you have people that are in the trailer and then you have people that are actually physically on set with you. And those are usually uh, different people. And the people that were on set with us had done a lot of the Tyler Perry's productions, which happens to be on a soundstage. So there is AC and heat on a soundstage. <laughs> so there were no underlayers uh, uh. put in our trailers. And I was wearing a mini skirt and uh, it was freezing. And... I just remember calling, the, you know, they would call cut and th- no warming jackets were running. Yeah, right. And so Crystal and I just spent so much of season one freezing. But look at Posey. He was he was shirtless. I think Colton caught hypothermia. Yeah, but they never, uh, I, I ran up to, to Heck and Posey a couple of times with a, a warmie and they were like, nope, don't eat it. And I was like. Posey loved rejecting the warming jacket. Loved it. Loved loved it. it. I, I, I. I did too. Did he really? Yeah, they did, but they also, I, I genuinely, I mean, <laughs> I can't speak for them, but, you know, they were kids. As a kid, I don't, I don't know that I would have taken the Mormon jacket either. I would have been like, screw you. I look way cooler without it. <laughs> Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. I think that the energy on set was an interesting uh, thing that I had not experienced before. That that young kid, Dylan and Tyler Posey energy. Um, what can you speak to that from mm. your first experiences um, on set on Teen Wolf in comparison to everything else you had worked on? Because well, you came in I mean, seasoned. Yeah. It, I, listen, I, I, you know, in, in regards to just Teen Wolf, it, it was from the get-go. You know, that first season... Y'all were so excited to be there. It was, it was a. You could feel that. Yes. More but, so than than most jobs, because I could, I can say, yeah, yeah. in retrospect, absolutely, the energy was much higher. I, listen, I I have felt that for sure throughout my career, but specifically, yes, with Teen mm-hmm. Wolf, that first season, that first day of showing up, you know, there just was a, um, everyone was excited, and as it built and it, and it continued. Listen, it went through shifts and changes. We all do. That's life. But um, on a whole, we all enjoyed working together. Genuinely. Oh, absolutely. Genuinely. There were there were rumors um, on cruise when we had gotten to Los Angeles that we worked long hours. Like we had average did, fourteen yeah. to sixteen hour, day hours, which is about the average day is usually twelve to thirteen. So we were working several hours more than the average show. It was us and True Blood. Apparently, uh, do you know about this? No, rumor? I don't know. And a lot of the crew, uh, the camera department, the grip department would say, you guys are the most fun show to work on, uh, even though we're one of the hardest shows to work on uh, because seriously? of the hours. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, wow, that's great. And we had more night shoots than almost any other show except for True Blood. Yeah. And it was just the two of us shooting in Los Angeles. Wow. And that was several years into the show uh, that yeah. there was something about fart jokes right up until action between Dylan and Tyler. <laughs> she would run up on the heat <laughs> first. I can remember being in the house and 
you know, very early on, and he'd run in and jump in the thing and be like, I got to poop. And I was like, then you should go. And he's like, we don't have time. But it was with such Had any joy. other actor told he, you that before? <laughs> no, never. Never. Huge smile on his face. And it was just, everybody loved being there. Yeah. Uh, we really did. Um, it was, it was definitely a, cool a young show, that, though. It was a, If you had a family, that would have been a really tough sure, go. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, and we yes, had directors, yes. you know, that had families like Tim yeah and yeah, yeah, making yeah. them you know work it's what's called a split uh where you work half night half half day and then you go into half night Oof. and we were usually on a split by like a Tuesday and most shows oh, yeah. go into a split by like Thursday uh-uh. and we were on splits most of the week I mean, oh, yeah. we were a night show oh yeah, yeah, yeah so I remember weeks where we'd be on we'd weeks. be on the night schedule and that's you know if you shoot a horror movie for four weeks and you're on nights people get off that month shoot and they're just dying and we were doing this for years and so, yeah. you know, off and on with night shoots. So it, yeah. it's something that I look at now as an adult and I look back and go, wow, Teen Wolf was such a young man's game. Mm. And anybody that had a family, um, and I don't mean young man's game chronologically necessarily. Like I'm in my mid thirties and I'm still looking like I'm 25. Um, <laughs> but anyone that had, you know, other responsibilities outside the show, mm. um, Dependence. Mm-hmm. It would have been tough to, to to shoot to shoot Dean Wolf, but I did hear that it was a uh, it was more on the on the fun side, and That's I great. can now concur after working on other shows. I do feel like the energy was different, and it did That's translate great. to uh, perhaps the fans did pick up That's on some great. of that energy. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. I hadn't heard that. Yep. That's awesome. What, uh, else? what happens next in the episode? We just went on a commercial break. Now we're back. That's what we're back. <laughs> Let's listen to the episode. Uh, so at this point. Um, Styles asked Scott if he can hear what the police are saying to the principal because obviously Styles and Scott Scott oh, yeah, has yeah, told yeah, Styles yeah. that yeah. something happened. Oh, yeah. Um and he says that he mentions that they want to set a curfew because of the recently discovered dead body. And Lydia threatens Scott because she claims she can't date the captain of the losing team. Uh Lydia can't date losers. <laughs> That's right. I think Lydia this was before her her arc. Um she was she was painted as a popular girl, but she was really just a smart girl that had no friends. <laughs> yeah, but she would would you say that she was painted as smart from the from the get go? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much right. She's beginning super of her season. Lydia she was, was like. Well, you know why that was was right. they wanted a beer to be a model, and I went out for Allison initially. Did you really? I did. I didn't know that. I would have almost been your daughter. You read for Allison originally. I did. Yeah. Yeah. In November of 2009, I read four. You know what's Allison. hilarious? There's this very strong possibility that some fan in Spain or somewhere where we've been is like correcting me that you told me this story on stage somewhere and I forgot. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, the one thing about genre shows is we we almost go on like a campaign tour. Like we've actually physically met so many of our yeah. of our fans. It's my it's one of my favorite parts it is, of, it our, is amazing. of our industry, of our of, of my career. Well, is meeting the fans. I, I, I genuinely. Oh, oh, I the mean, drawings are incredible. I mean it's like, insane. You know. I have a, still a sketch artist that these things that they will draw of your of your significant others or your your pets or your you know, your considered your fur baby. Like I have I have Fan art of Feifel. Do you really? Yeah, oh, amazing. like needlepoint. Like yeah, um, yeah, I have a needlepoint. Yeah. I have the uh, the dot uh, sketch, you know, pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so oh yeah, they're all on my walls. I mean, it's it's incredible that um, these people care that much. And yeah, our, all, our, our studio that had that. Remember the one wall with all the portraits? Oh yeah, yeah. Because because they said right? that to Jeff. Yeah, and that yeah. stayed up yeah. there. When I was did. doing On the Verge, they they rented 
our studio. So I walked in and I was like, wait a second. And then there were the pictures. Oh. And then we shot in the library. So we shot the scene, this one particular scene, and there was the staircase with the big window, which was also Derek's loft later mm-hmm. in, the, in the season. Derek had a beautiful set. But that was originally the library, wasn't it? It was the original library. No, it no, it was it was Derek's set first changed into the library. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had that the other way around. Yeah, so for those of you that uh, caught the, I don't know if um, we're able to hide it that well, but yeah, I wonder if any fans caught that. Big the... window. Well, that's what I did. I did a, a, a picture, you know, over my shoulder, the staircase and the and the and the window, the big huge picture window. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know. Shout out to all the Tino fans. Is this look familiar? Well, I'm shooting a scene for, you know. That's cool. On another Earth. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So was it still a library when you shot there? Or it was, was it like a... It bookstore. I was doing a reading of... Uh, the character had written a book on minimalism, so he was doing a reading from the book, and, and, uh, and his newish maybe girlfriend was, was there listening. Oh, wow. What happens next in episode oh, two? Next episode two. I don't know if you guys, this is this is fairly earlier in our, our podcast days, so let us know. Hit me up on social if uh, you want to hear more about episodes or less about episodes. Oh, I was, I was so excited. I thought you were opening it up to like a call-in. I thought all of a sudden we were I wish. I was so excited. I wish we could be. I and grew we've up, got a call from. <laughs> we grew up with radio. Did you listen to a radio yeah. show on the way to school? I don't know that I listened to one going to school, no, oh. but, but that, I would love to do a call-in show. Kid Craddock, Kiss FM, that's my shout out. Show. All right. Okay, so what happens next is that Scott sneaks into the morgue and finds Jane Doe, the body that was killed, and he notices a partial body with painted toenails. And as soon as Derek leaves him, uh, leaves his home, Scott and Styles arrive to snoop around. They start digging in search of the other half of the body. At Derek's? Uh, it's, yes, they do. Right. As soon as Derek leaves home. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And this was, uh, I feel like this is when Styles kind of really starts to pop. Um, was in season two, I mean, season, uh, episode two of season one, when, you know, he's sort of the sleuth. He's the, the town Mm-mm. investigator. Yeah, right, right, right. And really establishes roots in uh, sticking his nose where he doesn't belong. Right. Um, and I had a friend, a coworker, a former coworker that had worked with Dylan on a webisode before he did Teen Wolf. Um, so she was like, let me, oh, you're working with Dylan O'Brien. He's so fun. And, and, uh, this was Dylan's like first job that was on a television set or a oh, film yeah, set yeah, 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 yeah. outside yeah. of that webisode. So yeah. um, that's right. He didn't have a ton of experience when when he had started. Um, yeah, so that's right. seeing him blossom over the course of team. Oh, you really talk about a natural talent. Yeah, yeah. His his physical comedy is incredible. That's brilliant. And I feel like it really started. It. I mean, there's that that infamous scene where he falls from the not falls, but he drops his body with his legs hanging up on the, oh, yes. the, the porch. On the porch. Like everyone Scott's. remembers yeah, this yeah, yeah. one shot no, that, yeah, that's yeah. on the show. Yeah, um, but his, a lot of his physical comedy started coming out in this episode. He's, he's very good. Um, they find a dead wolf's body. Styles notices Wolfsbane. He starts pulling at a giant rope of Wolfsbane around the hole right. they dug. Yes, there's a dead woman's body now. Um, so at Act 3, the cops arrive at Derek's home, arrest him. Um, I love, right. by the way, Derek. This is episode two. That this was is all episode two. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, and yes. and Derek, by the way, he was like younger than me. Was it Derek's sister? Who was it that's buried there? No, was it the sister? Yeah. Did I just give that away? No. No. <laughs> They're rewatching. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's fair game. Yeah. Fair game. Um, but um, I, I love talking about the fact that Tyler Hecklin was somehow growing a five o'clock shadow at like five. <laughs> because he was younger than a lot of the quote-unquote high schoolers on set. 
and he was playing this brooding young adult uh, living in his lair. Was that when we started, I can tell oh, you, 20 he was twenty-two or twenty-one. No. Yeah, I was twenty-three when we started. I'm thirty-five now. You're younger than Heck, or you're older, older. than Heck. I am older than Heck. Yes. Heck was early twenties. Heck was That's early. So told you five o'clock shadow. That boy, grew, he grew here. Um, fun story because I'm telling the story with Jr. because they're good friends in yeah. in real life, and I don't think you know this. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I was. You read for Derek. I also yeah I read for Derek. <laughs> they had they said you're close but no cigar coming yeah. for allison and then they, they yeah. make about it when i read for lydia jeff was like that's really good try it <laughs> with, with red hair <laughs> a british act and i was like all right <laughs> uh yeah it, so so T- tyler had already been hired and i saw him at the gym um the night before he was going to leave for atlanta and i made fun of him you know sort of nicely because we were set up on a blind date our best friends dated what did you not know this Wait. Yes. There's so many things going in my mind right now. So before Team Wolf started, Tyler Hecklin and I went on a blind date. But like okay, two wait, years before wait, it started. Let me clear the first thing out of my mind. Uh-huh. Y'all shot the pilot first, right? And then there was a chunk of time. Yes. Before we went to to to, to, to series. To series. We, shot, we shot in February of ten, and we went to series in October of and ten. And we reshot some of the stuff from yes the pilot. The pilot. So y- y'all had met back then. Oh no, we met two years before Teen Wolf. Okay, okay, okay. Went on a blind date. Okay. Um, our best friends were dating, so they set us up. Oh shit. On that blind date, we was very quickly realized we were not for each other, and I introduced him to a coworker of mine, and he ended up dating her for a couple of years. What? Mm-hmm. So we kind of became friends because of this funny blind date, and then. I kind of offloaded him, this very handsome man. <laughs> I don't know if offloading would be the word that Seriously. most people would use yeah, yeah, for Tyler Hecklin. Yeah. Yeah. To to um, I think it was mutual. He he then ran to this 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 he you know tried it out with his, my my friend and it worked out for a while. For a couple and years. A couple years they dated. Mm-hmm. And so when I see him at the gym, I sort of poke fun of him at him uh, joyfully, saying, "You're the perfect werewolf because you you grow hair so quickly. <laughs> There's no one else that can play a werewolf." Great. And it wasn't until I didn't even tell my red for Team Wolf because I just thought it was done and gone for Lydia. And I think we it was like five o'clock. And by eight o'clock after I had left the gym, I got the call that I was also wow. heading to Atlanta with him the next morning. Wow. And I texted him saying, you're not going to believe this, but uh, I'm heading to Atlanta, too. By the way, I read for Teen Wolf and I didn't tell you. <laughs> that is crazy. I had no idea. It was it was pilot season. So, you know, you don't really yeah, bank yeah. on anything. And uh, yeah, so that's that's how I knew Tyler Hecklund, and also knew uh, Ryan Kelly at many many young twenties parties at Ryan you, Kelly's house. Did you get set up with Ryan? No, as well? no, no, no. Who else did you date on the show? Ian. <laughs> oh, Max. Right, well, this no. I knew. Yes. No, 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 no. I mean, just just Tyler Hecklund was the blind date. Wow. But so well, yeah, a few of us knew each other before we started. I, I did not know that. Yeah, and oh. then ironically, but the funny thing was, Derek was playing this brooding, weird adult. And I was the child on the show. <laughs> and so Hecklin kept making fun of me, being like, I'm younger than you. How is this possible? Um, so I, I love that Derek, the Eilish loved his relationship like to the rest of Beacon Hills. And yeah. that was established in, in episode two. Yeah, but he did it well. I, oh, very well. My mem- I mean, yeah, I think of him as like 27 while we were shooting that first no. episode. You know what I mean? He was a baby. He was a baby. Yes. Baby, baby. Baby Hecklin. Mm-hmm. Baby oh. Heck. Uh, 
Act four. Here we go. Scott notices Allison and Lydia holding Jackson's number one sign. That was the first day I really had gotten to know Crystal. And we kept talking about clothes. Like, that was like our, our common ground. Because uh, that was in the original pilot of February 2010. Right, 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 right. Was shooting all those across So scenes. now we're in the audience and y'all holding up the number one side for Colton. I remember that. I mm-hmm. remember that. And he throws the ball so hard it burns through the lacrosse stick. This is Scott. His eyes turned yeah, yellow for yeah, the first time. Yeah. I don't know if it's for the first time, actually. Was I sitting? I feel like I was there with uh, Kate. Or was that later in, in, in yeah, first was season? Was it? I think it was later. All right. I trust you more than my <laughs> Um Scott hears Allison say, you can do it, Scott, from the stands. Scott runs back to the boys' locker room. Yes. Allison follows. She notices, she notices broken glass. Yeah. And Scott's climbing on the ceiling, full wolf. Yeah. She finds Scott and he apologizes for acting weird and the sexual tension's very high. Very high. Allison's dad. Yeah, of course. Uh, they finally kissed and to episode two. Yeah. And Styles runs in and watches and Scott decides he can be a wolf because he she handled his urges during the yeah, kiss. Yeah, right, right, right. So thus the pu- puberty, uh, an, you know, analogy yeah. begins of Teen Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Styles mentions Derek is out of jail. And uh, the dead person's death was determined to be from an animal. And we also realize it's Derek's sister who died. I remembered that. Mm-hmm. That was the second episode. In wow. gist. Very, very brief gist. But yes. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on already in this episode. I know. Episode. I didn't realize that that much had been established by episode yeah. two. I don't um, know that I... While. Yeah, if someone mm-hmm. said, when was the first time Allison and, 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 and Scott kissed, I don't know three, that I would have Three, four, five? Seriously. Something like that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Did you guys know the first time that they? We have one. We have one team wolf fan in the room. Sean, what? Sean, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> Did you watch the show, Sean? I watched the episode again. Nice. Yeah, Sean. Sean. Sean's a fan. Wow. All right. Holy crap. We got rolling fast. Yeah. And then that first season, a lot. Oy, oy, oy. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, do you think Teen Wolf should have been set in the eighties? Ooh. Because there was so much John Hughesian yeah. influence, there was Lost Boys influence. Yeah. Um, I felt like we always had the buddy comedy '80s vibe between, especially the two boys of Tyler and Dylan. But yeah, Scott and Styles. No, I think I think that's part of what was so. Had we set it back, I think then, we should have. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I think I think because you know everything goes in cycles, right? And so to 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 sort of repeat that chemistry or that sort of feeling but set in a present world interesting you know what i mean yeah yeah i know the nostalgia but but yeah, set presently then, yeah because then if you set it back in the 80s then i think because it was already known it, it, it's it, too the close show to show everything too um, on the nose yeah and and i don't know i don't know that we would have gotten the the the, the audience that we i got, have a theory you know what, I mean? what is it that is true about the audience you know what i mean however However, Stranger Things. I'll never forget watching a couple episodes mm, of Stranger Things. Great point. And it was the monsters in the wall. Mm-hmm. And I did great this point. about face, yeah. dead, like dead in my tracks. Was like, this is a Teen Wolf episode. Yeah, right. They had the same cadence. It had the same huh. buddy feel. It had the same innocence, but with mm. a dark underbelly. And we were a bit more intense because we were teenagers versus middle schoolers. Um, being being the kids age age range. What is the age? What is the demographic of Stranger Things? Do any do any oh, it, adults? That? It's huge, right? Adults, huge. But huge. It, adults more. But than... it's it's nostalgia that's getting them. 
back there. So this is this is my point. We have. So I see. I, so I don't know if it would have been the same demographic. I do I believe it would have because I'm with you. Styles and um, Scott, I think, would have evoked that same feeling for for people, young people watching Teen Wolf. Yeah. But I think we would have potentially garnered a bigger demographic going back to the 80s. I'll tell you when it's when a lot of Stranger Things. Did, that's great, and, and and I'm with you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Have I ever shared with you one of my favorite sort of fan encounters? No. The story. I was going to ask you. Ugh. So I think it was Bobo's, um, did we take him sailing for one of his birthdays? Did yes. we charter a boat? Mm-hmm. So it was that day. And I got down to the marina and I couldn't find the slip where the mm-hmm. boat was. And so I was kind of roaming around and I finally, I asked a couple of people, nobody knew it. Then I saw this, this older gentleman, probably in his 60s, mm-hmm. maybe older, uh, beautiful white head head of hair and beard and a mustache. I mean, looked like a captain, you know what I mean? Um, looked like a sailor. So I was like, excuse me, do you know where this slip? Uh, so-and-so, you know, this boat. Did. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's back that way. And, that, that. and I said, cool. and he goes, you look familiar to me. And I was like, I do. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I know you. He goes, you're an actor. He goes, what is it that I know you from? So I was like, oh, Stargate? Because I'm thinking, 
the demographic. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, no, I've never watched that show. And I was like, oh. Uh, and I didn't, you know, it, it's it's such an, when you get asked it, it's such oh, an yeah. awkward. So I just kind of st- stammered and stumbled and looked at him and was thinking, I don't know what. And then he went, Argent. He goes, Aww. you're the, and he said Teen Wolf. And I went, nope, 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 nope. You are not our demographic. Oh, yeah. I was like, what is happening? You never know. There's the story he told me. He said he got his grandkids uh, on weekends and they were addicted. So he started watching it to spend more time with them. Yep. And he totally got, he broke down the seat. He was into it. Storytelling, man. He talked about when my wife died. He talked about Melissa geared towards other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he talked about what Scott went through and Allison. Like he was a fan that came from wanting to spend more time with his grandkids. Yeah. Isn't that weekends. great? That's yeah, an ancillary that. reason of, yeah. of why I love that people, it can bring them closer together in their families. There was uh, a- I wish we had music to cue in right now. That would have been a great moment. Oh. Uh, <laughs> really. <laughs> post. That's all about post. This is a professional yeah. shop around here, but I, I don't very act very professional. <laughs> no, there was a there was a ramen moment. Max Carver and I were eating ramen, and a big tatted guy came out nice. of La Brea in Hollywood and uh, just headed straight for us. And I thought maybe we like parked in the wrong spot, or you know, we were kind of we were parked in front of a shop. And yeah, big old Teen Wolf fan. Awesome. So you know, you never knew. Awesome. You never knew who was going to show up. I want to ask you if you could play any other character on the show. We've done this at conventions before, oh, but yes, I want to ask have. you on a podcast, uh, what would you like to play? Do I have to say that there's one? No, you could say whatever you want to say. I don't know that I would want it. I mean, listen, I know that I have answered uh, in the past. Okay. Um, uh, God, I think I may have even said you once. I've said uh, uh, Kate. I've, I, I definitely throughout our conventions, we've been asked that question, mm-hmm. and and whenever I get asked it in that moment, I sort of kind of go like, "Who?" You know what I mean? Um, they're all great freaking characters. They all would have been to explore and to play with, and genuinely. Um, but right now, sitting here across from me, Argent. I mean, I just, I, you know what I mean? Um, I would do it for the sake of experience, but I. I, I love what Jeff wrote for him. I love mm-hmm. the journey that Argent went on. Um, we, yeah, had a, we had a darn good writer. Um, he mean, knows how to write stories. The whole freaking room, man. Everybody. That, I that know. It was just great. So I can't wait to step back into his shoes and, and, and see what's happened. I'm excited. And when did you know Team Wolf was a hit? When did I know? Mm-hmm. Well, I knew in the first season. You knew in the first I'm season. I pat myself on my back. When it was airing or when you were shooting it? Oh, when we were shooting it. Okay. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, shit. And what was your favorite thing to eat at Jeff's Pizza Parties when we would uh, have episode screenings at his house from Bossa Nova? Seriously. Did you remember what you would eat? I I think I ate everything. What didn't I eat? I had the the, the barbecue chicken pizza was my favorite. Oh. Such good pizza. You know what's hilarious? Okay, I think so. I had one. Once I had a piece of, uh, I I don't think that went down well, so I never went back to that one, but I do remember that. He started having to probably carry vegan pizzas probably because of you. No. no. Tyler Posey was a healthy eater on set, man. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> that boy had abs despite they all did. science. Every <laughs> single one of them did. <laughs> oh. And then what was your first memory of Russell? Because he's a, he is a funny character, oh, man. My. What was my first memory? Yeah, memory or impression. 
I have mine. Russell, I think unconsciously I built a space within my head for only Russell. I've never <laughs> I've never worked with anyone like that. No. I've never sat and had lunch. There's no one. Russell is um oh, a serious director on the show for those I that don't know. I mean, uh, okay. it is uh Yeah, I can't wait to see him as well. There's something special the way he speaks, the energy that he has, but yet we all uh you you can barely understand him half the time. Barely understand, but He's a yet very th- we know what he is saying. I call him Australian Aussie Osborne. It's I mean it's that's great. Mm-hmm. That is great. That's a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. Australian Aussie Osborne. That just says blood a lot more than even Aussie Osborne says Gosh. blood. So quick fire questions. Uh oh, this is where we're gonna have to hit the bleep button. <laughs> I'm not good with censoring. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Who was your favorite teacher growing this up? This is Harper. What grade? And what subject? Harper was, well, this was like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, fifth and sixth. Um, she was my homeroom teacher. So mm. we started there. This was in uh, Calgary, actually. And uh, Mrs. Harper was just, yeah, she was uh, all of that sort of sweet, good, genuine, loved what she was doing, um, wrapped up in a. Did you ever get to write her or tell her? I went back very early on in my career and uh, swung by the school and she was still there. Wow, how many years later? Oh, Holland, Uh, it was quite a while. She passed uh, not too long ago, maybe eight years ago. Wow. Mrs. Harper. Good memories of Mrs. Harper. Yeah. I had the same uh, theater teacher as Froy back in Dallas, Texas. And he uh, rejected me and rejected Froy. And Froy and I somehow realized this sitting in the in the cast chairs between the scene. Um, and he rejected us for all the wrong reasons. Like we didn't have siblings in the program. Uh, so it really didn't behoove him to really take us in. And, and uh, Was this in? W- w- this is in high school. Like in to Dallas, do like Texas. a school play? Oh, yeah. Do- yeah, the theater program. And, oh, and wow. uh, we just had a good chuckle because we were sitting here doing it professionally and so many of those theater kids, uh, you know, for, for better or for worse, just moved on and, and were a part of the program, you know, didn't wow, wow, carry wow, on wow. professionally. So uh, Maybe him rejecting you did something. Something to Froy and I, uh, seriously. Right. seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mr. Lindsay was, was my saving grace and he and his husband, uh, he was my AP English teacher huh. and I cheated on a vocabulary test and I have yet to write him to let him know I cheated and he knew I cheated, and he had made me get up in front of the whole class and say, Holland, why don't you tell everybody how you did so well in this Wait, test? Wait, he did make you do that? Yeah, he did, because he knew it, but I never admitted it. And he and his husband were the only ones to show up to my play outside of school. And he brought flowers and the whole thing. Oh, wow. Before I had cheated on the test. Even before he knew that you cheated on no, the test? No, no, before the test even happened. So the fact that I did that under the peer pressure of this hard vocabulary test... It's something I like. It's like a regret I carry with for the rest of my life. That like he, he and his husband had the the kindness and the you know patience and the wherewithal to show up to because he knew I didn't get into theater program and he he uh, showed up to my on a weekend with wow. his husband and so months later cut to this you know notoriously hard end of the year test yeah and I uh, I took the cheat uh, packet and he knew. And I and I, I plan on writing him a letter to, to apologize wow. to him. Wow, just tell him to listen to this podcast. I know, <laughs> I know. But he was the coolest guy, Mr. Mr. Lindsay, man. Wow. Um, Mary Kill. 
Mary Kill. Jackson Derek Styles. Hilarious. <laughs> Jackson. Yeah. Who was the third? Who's the middle Jackson one? Jackson Sty- or Derek Styles. Jackson Derek Styles. Styles. Mary Kill. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, I'd probably marry I'd marry Derek. Mm-hmm. Um kill. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Do I have to? I have to I have to kill one? I mean it can be a very it could be a love making session. It doesn't have to be mean. Yeah, can I kill them while <laughs> f- them? Um, uh oh Jesus. Uh wow, that's unbelievably hard. That really is. I'd f- them both and then kill them both. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then last but not least. Well, did you not <laughs> oh. That was great. Um, I was like, yep, that's the answer. There you go. I hope Derek doesn't feel hurt that I didn't say, well, if we get married, of course we're going <sighs> to. You have a very platonic relationship. Um, not if we're married, we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last one. What's your favorite color? We'll start with with Oh, easy wow. One. Well, I'm wearing blue pants. I'm going to say blue. Okay. Yeah. I think it's been blue for a while. I gave you some relatively easy ones. I think Jeff had some hard ones. Oh, here we go. Last meal on earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. My last meal. Going with that one, that's maybe better than the color. Wow. My last meal, I would love it to be uh, escargot to start. Really? Yeah, I got a whole story there with my mom and everything. So oh, that wow. means a lot, and I love it. Good escargot. I had no idea. Yeah, Ian yeah, and I are always eating that when we're overseas. You like, and Ian? Oh, we have a, a tradition. We go to this like one hotel and we eat escargot. Where? In Paris? Yeah. Why have I never... <laughs> I don't know. You can come with us next time. Are you serious? Aperol's. Bobo's like, oh, Aperol, yes. Bobo's and, a big... And, and we both are. La, for pu- La Poubelle and, and Los Feliz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on over. We both are. Obsessed. If you're listening, Bobo. <laughs> he won't be. Um, <laughs> wow, I did not realize. Yeah, so we'll start with escargot. Oh, wow. And then this is going to be a horrible combination, but it's it's got to be. I, I love lasagna, but I mean, like, uh, <sighs> like you know. Cheap or like no, or like high end no, cheeses? No, 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 no. Okay. Like, like you know, you know, my my cheese goes with When I was thing. living in Vancouver, or before I left Toronto, my partner had a restaurant, and and um, when the chef from Toronto came out to Vancouver to visit, uh, he stayed with us, and he was in, he's an incredible chef, and so he was like, "What's your favorite dish? I want to make you something for it, you know." And and we were like lasagna. So he freshly made pasta and i mean and what was inside of this thing was it was a masterpiece is it still a restaurant in vancouver no 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 no. it was your friend he just made this at oh, our house for wow. letting him stay wow. with. he was like you know thank you for letting me crash with you we were like of course and he made lasagna and it was like nothing i've ever and i always loved lasagna you didn't get the recipe no i would never try to duplicate that but i think it's put it into a category for me where it's like it always was a fave and then that experience of what was between the noodles? I was just like, yeah, lasagna is a—it's a thing for me. Like I love it. So last meal is gargoyle lasagna, and then let's do some sort of ice cream. I just love ice cream. You love ice cream? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. like Jenny's ice cream? Full dairy. I mean, I—I'll yeah, yeah. I, I do. You're pretty based. healthy. I'll do plant-based now with ice cream, but if it's my last meal, yeah, of course. Yeah, full dairy and lather. Have my you body been to Jenny's and... Splendid Ice Creams? Jenny's Splendid. Yeah, I'm an ice cream connoisseur. You know this. No, I did not what? know this. You didn't, what? Have we ever met? What? 
Good Lord. Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams, man. And they've got really good dairy-free ones. But Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams, there's no air. So the thing that makes good ice cream is a lot of like the butter fat and no air. Like, for instance, Thrifty or Dryers or Briars, a lot of air, not good ice cream. The thick ice cream is Jenny's. Great. Even salt and straw. I hate to break it to you guys. There's a little bit too much air in there. Uh, but if you want really thick, good ice cream, it's Jenny's. Where is this? I'm always, I forget how. Larchmont. I forget the stuff that. Hillhurst. The stuff comes out of your mouth that's up there in that head. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Because I'm a Yelp connoisseur, even you though I got, I got in a fight with the CEO of Yelp listen, on Twitter. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'll, I know of fights that you've gotten into. <laughs> um, where's Jenny's? Where's uh, you got Hillhurst. You got you got Larchmont. Hopefully a sponsor of this podcast soon to be. Uh, and then you've also got Calabasas. Where, you've got okay, wait, wait, Venice. Wait. Where's the one on Hillhurst? Um, Hillhurst is kind of near Maru. Okay, I think I've been there. It's great. It's great. My friend Almond is, Brittle. Uh, Texas Sheet Cake Dairy I've, Free. I think I've been there and, I, it's great. and I've had it. It's delicious. It's beautiful. Um, should we go there before we leave to... Uh, Atlanta? Oh, wait. You're going to go before Jenny's me. is in Atlanta. Stop. Seriously? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can you remember? Because I... Absolutely. Right, 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 right. I'm at Jenny's like twice a month. Wow. So there's my last meal. That's it. And then okay. maybe something after the ice cream. You know, like right before... Uh, uh, alcohol and uh, no alcohol. Um, no, no, I, I mean either. That. Oh, frozen margarita, maybe. That'd be my maybe pairing. a Negroni with Bobo. If you all Ooh, are there, okay. gonna be there. He turned me on to Negronis. That man and his Negronis. You know. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're signing off with Jenny's ice cream, which is a way I don't mind signing off. Me neither. Thanks for coming for episode two. Hopefully, you'll come back. We we did not talk about Mayans on FX. Um, well, that's we, not the team. Well, this isn't the Mayans. I show. know, I know, but, but we did Mayans last season. Um, we did season Mayans last season together, and then. I would love to, I think we might actually win the award for the most people in the same acting class from the same show. And it's because of you, J.R. Bourne. Oh, yeah. Michelle. Oh, yeah. Well, so, um, um, I think that's an interesting thing to bring up. We were all in a, an acting class for a short period. But um, but I would say it was fun acting behind the scenes and on screen together. I couldn't agree more. I can't wait to do it again. All right, honey. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Love you. Thanks for listening, y'all. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast, and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.